This is a podcast for um, March 11, 2020. Now, normally, I do these podcasts once uh, or twi- uh, sorry, twice a month. Uh, but this, uh, with what's going on in our environment today, I wanted to give you an extra uh, special uh, podcast today. Uh, what type of investor are you? During this COVID-19 crisis, there are three types of investors, in my opinion. Um, one of them will mean you're probably going to have amazing success. And two of them, if you if you follow those styles, you're probably uh, going to have some problems. So let's learn about what I think are the three types of investors and what you can do during these times of crisis and COVID-19. Let's get started. Would you rather talk about your sex life or money life? Surprisingly, most people would rather not talk about money, how to save it or invest it. This podcast is about helping you simplify your money life. Delivered by Dr. Henry Joseph Speck, a psychologist by training, Henry is a seasoned investor with over 40 years of successful investing in real estate, stocks and other alternate forms of income generation. Tune in to the twice-monthly podcasts to get his thoughts and tips on how to reach financial freedom. How to achieve the life you deserve. Now, here's Dr. Speck. Please remember this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your financial advisor or investment specialist before you make any changes to your investment policy or stocks or bonds or real estate you may own. I am not an investment advisor. I am simply talking about what I'm doing in our investments for your entertainment purposes. There are three types of investment styles, and I've been through all of them. The first two are a very natural kind of response when there's a crisis. So they describe not only the, um, uh, the time of crisis, but for one of them, what you do when markets are going great if you're in the stock market. So let me go through them, and, and we can talk about them, and then I'll tell you the third one, which is the best strategy I, I'm, I'm um, having and practicing, and it may or may not be right for you. The first uh, strategy I'm going to call the DIL strategy, uh, D-I-H-L, and that stands for deer in the headlights. And this is something we're seeing across the world today where people are postponing purchases, they're uh, postponing flights, they're not going to buy anything, they're not going to leave their houses, they're basically stunned by what's happening and they're stopping all of any type of risk-taking behavior. It's a natural thing we do, I believe, as humans. That's one of our instincts. So I have that feeling, too. I don't want to leave the house. I don't want to go anywhere. But I'm making myself go to different places, making myself do different things. So the deer in the headlights really means you do nothing. Sometimes it's analysis by paralysis. People spend so much time looking at an investment or spend so much time looking at a a real estate purchase for investment uh, reasons that that the opportunity passes them by and they're continuing to evaluate and they're doing that for years so i've i've listened to some of these podcasts where they talk about uh, educating people on real estate and they'll say something like 90 percent of people who go to these investment seminars for real estate don't buy anything ever they just keep going and that's an example of you know analysis by paralysis but also under times of crisis when that behavior occurs It's like the deer in the headlights. You just stop. You don't move. You don't do anything. You don't even take care of the most important things you probably should be taking care of. And I think that's a a very uh, negative uh, kind of strategy. 
so deer in the headlights may not seem very destructive because you're not making um, any decisions uh, that are of any consequence, but it does hurt you in the long run because you're not taking care of business. The second type, which is what we're seeing today as well, which is a very sort of reactionary um, sort of re response, is, is really simply a theater on fire or the tough strategy. Now, a theater on fire means that when, when there's a sense of danger, we as humans run and rush to safety. Um, we're very much sort of following the crowd. So someone yells fire, obviously we're going to get out of there. Um, and that's what's happening in investments today. Someone is yelling fire and everybody is rushing to the gates. Unfortunately, often this also occurs on the positive side. When everyone starts buying something, then other people jump in too late. And they, they've been, whether it be stocks or real estate or whatever, people jump in without doing an analysis. It's impulsive. And it's also based on sort of the crowd mentality, that sense that we pick up. And there's a natural sense of survival with this. So the fact that you're feeling the deer in the headlights or the theater on fire sort of impulses, it's very normal. The question is, are we able to sort of postpone that? And I, I feel this one quite a bit. And the dangers we have today with the theater on fire is that many, many years ago, you'd have to call up a broker to sell a stock. And often I remember um, 1987 when things were happening, the broker would try to talk me out of things. He'd say, well, you really you know, shouldn't do this, shouldn't do that. And there are different reasons why brokers would say that. But today, all you have to do to change something in your financial future is click a button. And, and it's very, it can be very impulsive and very reactionary based on your emotions. So theater on fire is, is extremely destructive. If you find yourself uh, continually engaging in this style, I, you know, people ask me sometimes, family members or whatever, I say, well, you shouldn't be in anything that allows you to do that. So you need to stay in cash or, or retirement funds, or perhaps you need to be in a situation where, uh, for example, real estate, it will take you a great deal of time to sell it and get out of it. So my point on this is while, you know, theater on fire is certainly common and we've all experienced it, the best strategy when you start to feel an impulse to either buy or sell quickly is to take time and really think about it. And, and one of the strategies I use, and it may not be right for you, is I really look at the long-term nature of what I'm doing. What are the implications long-term to doing this? And I think when you, when you, when you start thinking that way, the uh, short-term decision-making that probably 90-plus percent of investors engage in is really sort of eliminated. Um, so theater on fire is something that's very common. It's a human instinct. We all face it. We all experience it. And particularly with media today, I mean, if you turn on TV today, you'll, you'll, you'll see all the, you know, the shutting down of Italy and all pretty soon they say they're going to shut down America and Canada next and so on. So the question is, you know, what are you feeling when you hear that and then respond accordingly? The third most effective strategy, and I've talked about it before, and it's one that I'm trying to do in my own life, is called the alligator strategy. And to review it, um, I talked about in previous podcasts, the alligator strategy is based on the fact that alligators can sit and wait for prey to come along, and they don't have to eat for two years, some say, in the science. So they sit and wait. They don't overreact. They don't waste a lot of energy. They sit and they wait till an opportunity arises and they strike and are successful, and that's how they survive, and that's how they thrive in many situations. 
And I think of a, of a trout, a rainbow trout or a steelhead. A rainbow trout sitting in a stream behind a rock. And when they see a fly sort of on the surface, the instinctual nature of a trout is to know the amount of energy it's going to take to get that fly and then to get back down to the rock where they're, where they're um, you know, hanging out. Now, if it takes more energy to get that fly uh, uh, than it is to get the reward, in other words, you're going to spend so much energy on getting that fly that you're gradually losing weight or losing energy, eventually you'll die of starvation because if you keep getting flies, but it takes all this energy to get it, uh, less than you're actually gaining by getting the fly. And that's really the alligator strategy in a nutshell. You wait, you bide your time until an opportunity arises that is consistent with your long-term goals. And then what I do is I look at it in, in reference to the risk. So back to my coin flip. If it's an opportunity, the question is, what are the risks if I flip that coin and, and, and take that step in purchase, purchasing that asset or selling it? And I think once you account for that, you can then make the right decision on whether or not it's time to pounce as an alligator would. And if it's not the right, you just let it time, you just let it pass by as a, as a trout would with a fly or an alligator would with prey that's just uh, out of reach or not worth the effort. And I think that's one of the things that will help you during and help me during this COVID-19 sort of crisis. It's not to react as if the theater were on fire and just, just respond quickly every day based on the news. It's, uh, it's not to be sort of stopped as a deer in the headlights uh, or the dill strategy because that will stop you from looking at any opportunities and making any right decisions. For example, let's say your car is 12 years old and um, cars are on sale for half price in a couple months because no one's buying them. Um, and beaters or, or cars that are two years old, which are my favorite to purchase, a two-year-old car, a one-year-old car, a demonstrator or something, they're almost, you know, 30, uh, 65% on sale. So obviously, if you're a deer in the headlights person, you're going to say, well, it's not, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to spend the $10,000 on that $20,000 car. But if your car is falling apart and it's costing you thousands uh, to repair regularly and cars are now on sale, obviously, uh, and you need a car, it may be a time to purchase one during this time of crisis, even though uh, one of the things people postpone are car purchases or any major purchases during this time of crisis. So that's where the deer in the headlights issue can can also have an impact. And also it'll stop you from being an alligator because you'll never pounce. There can be all kinds of opportunities come your way, but you'll never react or take advantage of them because you're always going to be in that sort of paralysis way of just not doing anything. So those are the three strategies I continually, styles that I continually look at myself and I say, okay, what am I feeling right now? Am I, is it the theater on fire? Am I a deer in the headlights? Or is this an alligator moment? And obviously I'm pushing for myself to be more of an alligator and doing some things during, during this time of crisis. As I've talked before, I won't review them again, but obviously insurance is important, cash, uh, is important during these times. Uh, the other day, just as a side, uh, Bank of Montreal dropped, I think, $72 a share from 100 where it was a few weeks ago. Uh, did a bit of that uh, and then got out at, at a profit. I should have probably kept it, but it's hard to say no to a profit. And also, I'm concerned about the BMO's um, issue with the oil industry. I should tell you on a, on a 
personal note too. And having to sit with a bank the other day, oh my goodness, I I just the very nice people, but um, when you're looking at refinancing, more we have a number of rental properties, and and fortunately now with rates being down, the mortgages are coming due with within this year. So I started trying to meet with the current lender that have them and said, okay. How do we look at this? And very negative, very uh, almost deer in the headlights response. And I sort of, and also very little experience and very little knowledge by these people sitting across the table. And so finally I said, you know, we just did a deal where we, um, we, we significant deal where we're able to um, purchase and develop property, uh, receive all the funds back and more from a lender. And yet this property has a 17 cap. And the, the, the manager said, you can't do that. How do you do that? And I said, well, I, so I tried to explain it. But he said, well, this isn't Paul. You can't. You can't. Rather than say, well, way to go. Congratulations. How, he, how can you do more? How can we help you build your business? It was disbelief. It was, it was just disbelief. And, and that demonstrates the immaturity and the lack of experience and, and the problem in our banking industry today. Banks today, in my opinion, are, are, are practicing the dill technique. They're deer in the headlights. They're, they're ancient, they're archaic. They, um, they don't uh, really have a concern for small investors. And we just finished a conference call with our, our partners, family members, and we agree that our mortgages in most cases are too small. So, so unless, uh, and some of them have said to me, unless your mortgages are over a million dollars, don't talk to us because it's just not something we want to b- bother with. And when you look at that, you say, well, how do people get started today? And that's why, you know, private lending is becoming more and more uh, popular. And uh, we and others look for other alternative ways to um, build and develop our businesses. So that's an aside. So even organizations can have a deer in the headlights or deal um, type of response. And you're going to see that. But one thing that banks can do that we can't do is cry to the government for money. And I already see that happening in the United States, and it's going to be happening here in Canada. So in summary, when, when crisis happens, think of what your first response is. Think about it within the categories of the style of investor that you may be and try to focus, as I do, I think it's a good strategy. I'm focusing on trying to be an alligator. Have a great day and look forward to talking to you again next time. You have been listening to the Shrink Money Advice podcast with Dr. Henry Joseph Speck. Remember to pick up your copy of Dr. Speck's latest book, Shrink Money Advice, on Amazon.ca or the audio version at awesound.com. That's A-W-E sound.com. 